Straw Hut Media. Right now, it's hard to talk about almost anything besides the election. Even though election day is still technically a couple weeks away, already more than 10 million people have cast their votes. And even as November 3rd comes and goes, we'll probably still be counting votes for weeks after. Voting is always important, but this year, everything feels more concentrated, more intense, more urgent. So let's talk about it. I'm not here to tell you how to vote, only that you need to. Our democracy depends on it. I'm Levi Chambers, and this is Pride. As a result of COVID-19, up to half of all voters are expected to cast their ballot by mail this year. Most states still require you to request an absentee ballot, but other states like California and Vermont opted to mail a ballot to every registered voter in the state. Some states like Colorado, Hawaii, Oregon, Utah, and Washington switched to all mail voting before the pandemic. So if you haven't already voted in this year's election, do you have a plan? As of the release of this episode, there's still time to register to vote in 16 states. If you don't feel safe voting in person, there's still time to request a mail-in ballot in many states too, but it varies from place to place. So make sure you go to vote.org to see what the rules are in your area. One organization that decided to try and make a difference this election is the nonprofit PFLAG. The idea for PFLAG, which stands for Parents and Friends of Lesbians and Gays, started way back in 1972 when a mom named Jean Manford marched with her gay son Morty in the Christopher Street Liberation Day March in New York City. As she marched with her son, young members of the community approached her and asked if she could talk to their parents as well. So she started a support group and the following year held a meeting at a church. Since then, they've grown and become a source of support and information across the country. Last year, filmmaker Nick Oceano made a short documentary film about the Spanish-language chapter of PFLAG in Boyle Heights. Hi, my name is Nick Oceano. I am a filmmaker. Nick says in June, he reached back out to PFLAG and offered to help make a short film to mobilize voters. Please use me. I can make movies. I can do docs. I, I need to do something to help get out the vote because that's where... Uh, we're really going to hopefully turn things around. Can you talk a little bit about why this election in particular, it is so important to get out and vote? Boy, where do I start? Um, look, I'm I'm Mexican-American, third generation. I'm gay. I have two gay brothers in, in Texas. You know, I'm somewhat in the, the safety of the L.A. bubble. Um, but my brother's not. You know, he he's in danger. He's in danger in Texas. He can't walk down the street and not fear for his life. Uh, he's married and he cannot go to a movie. This actually happened. He cannot go to a movie and not fear that if he holds his partner's hand, he won't be rejected from the theater or worse than that. Um, he's a nurse. He was kicked out of uh, a patient's room because they didn't want a Latino nurse. You know, I mean, it, it, it's hit home. 
for me, as I know it's, it has for many people of color, many people who are part of some disenfranchised group. I mean, just look at the number of black men who are killed um, per year, even just this summer, just because of the color of their skin. So I think to answer your question, we have to, we have to stop the craziness. We have to stop this genocide of people of color. Back in the late 1990s, Nick was an activist himself. His mentors, he said, were Chicano activists from the 60s. And something they told me that stuck with me is that we can't, we can't legislate morality, but we can legislate protections. And so that's where we have power, is if we collectively, those who, of us who have a conscience, those of us who believe in what's right, those of us who care about others, we, if we don't give in to the despair and we recognize um, that, yeah, the, the, the scales of um, fairness are tipped in a certain direction because of who's in the uh, White House right now, but we are a thousand grains of sand. My name is Sheila Lopez. I am Navajo and Mexican-American. My name is Gisela and I'm the proud parent of a queer kid. My name is William Plasek. I'm a gay male. I live in Jersey, along the Jersey Shore. I am the father of two beautiful sons who are biracial. Hey, my name is Maricela Rodriguez, and I am the proud mother of a gay man. My name is Kathy Godwin. Maricela's son is Alexander Rodriguez, who you might remember was a guest on Pride back in April. He's also the host of another Straw Hut Media podcast, On the Rocks with Alexander. Maricela says she has been involved in the LGBTQ plus community since Alexander first came out. In 2020, I'm voting because I want my son to live life to the fullest by enjoying total freedom and equality in all phases of his life as a gay man. I was the mom, you know, so every time I'd go out and we'd go out, you know, drinking or whatever, I'd have people come up to me just to ask me for a hug or to tell me their story or um, so I became known as Mama Rose and that's how it still is 20 years later I'm still Mama Rose and I'm still pretty close to a lot of the community. Maricela is a member of PFLAG and this election is really important to her. It's the changes you know it's the changes that have happened in the past four years it's, you know, the limiting of, you know, rights. It's, you know, in some places, you know, gay couples can't adopt. I mean, I, I just so many things, the lack of respect for people, uh, you know, not just in the gay community, but, you know, different ethnicities. It's, it's, it's an awful way that we're headed. And now that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, I mean, that day was, it was, it was horrific because it just sets into place, you know, other things that will happen that will affect my son's life. And I have a real, you know, I, I, it, it literally fills me with chills. You know, it's like things really can go back and I just have to do everything I can to make that not happen. Also, I think we need this dialogue. I think, you know, there, just because we're gay, doesn't mean we all obviously think the same and we vote the same and we have the same experience. We're, we're a very disparate group with a lot of different experiences. And so um, just because we're gay, we can't just assume, you know, gay people, you know, are technically minorities are going to vote and support minority issues or, or even aware of how the administration is attacking gay rights. 
And while people like Richard Grinnell, the openly gay former ambassador to Germany, like to speak in superlatives and call Trump the most pro-gay president in American history, the last four years have kind of spoken for themselves. It started immediately, if you'll remember, when just hours after his inauguration in 2016, every mention of LGBTQ rights started disappearing from the White House website. He prohibited embassies overseas from flying the rainbow flag on flagpoles. He announced a plan on the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub shooting to roll back healthcare protections for trans people put in place by Obama. And of course, he banned trans people from the military. If you have concerns about voting because your name doesn't match what's on your ID, you're experiencing homelessness, you're formerly incarcerated, or you just don't feel safe going to a polling place, go to glad.org action for resources. is a production of Straw Hut Media. If you like the show, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're tuning in from. Share us with your friends. Subscribe and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Pride. You can follow me at Levi Chambers. Pride is produced by me, Levi Chambers, Maggie Bowles, and Ryan Tillotson. Edited by Sebastian Alcala. Please stay safe, stay healthy, stay home, and listen to podcasts.